Good afternoon and welcome to another VSA Capital Technology and Transitional Energy podcast. Um, this afternoon with uh, myself, Phil Smith, and uh, Andrew Monk is uh, away on business today. So with me today is David Scriven, who's our Head of Institutional Sales. Good afternoon, David, and welcome. Good afternoon, Phil. Um, so it's great to be on the uh, the podcast today. I guess there'll be no surprises when I say that our dealer, our dear leader, guess where he is, could begin with C and end in L, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the audience to guess. Anyways, um, would you like me to crack on and talk a little bit about markets, which is by no means an easy thing? David, I think we'd appreciate your highly experienced view on what exactly is happening in the UK markets this week. Well, I think that's uh, I'm going to default to a US comment there, but um, it, it's really um, challenging times would be an underestimate. Uh, but do keep in mind those wise old words of Mr. Warren Buffett. Um, it's it is wise for investors to be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. So kind of, you know, when I look at the VIX index over the last year or so over this year, uh, we're registering about 32. Uh, the average is 24 and the high is 39. So that kind of sort of sets you a bit where we are in terms of uh, sentiment measures. Um, but looking more on a sort of a, a positive angle, you know, what's been relatively outperforming in our world that we're looking at today? And if I look at a sort of a benchmark for a collection of stocks, i.e. within an ETF umbrella, um, cybersecurity, AI, um, battery value chain, and clean energy have been doing relatively better. So those are some of the areas that um, you might want to look at and see what the holdings are that have been doing uh, better than others in the marketplace. And um, how about this? First Solar is really not far off its five-year high. I mean, look at the, sh the share price. It's done, you know, mightily well. Um, and then talking of ones that now, of course, the you know the American market is hasn't quite opened yet, but there's an expectation of looking out for uh, Micron's uh, Q4, um, and there's a caution around pricing pressures, weak PC demand, and weak and, and and weakening iPhone demand, and that was kind of supported somewhat by commentary from uh, Apple, which I think you'll talk about a little bit later on. Uh, backing off on plans to increase uh, the new iPhone output. I noticed this morning that Bank of America has downgraded them from a buy to hold. I think it's pretty rare for B Bank of America to do that on uh, consumer spending cooning across regions. Um, and, and, and you asked about um, the UK and um, it's, you know, it, it is really challenging out there with the market um, losing faith in um, the budget that we've had announced and um, the Conservative Party, I guess, reiterating their commitment to that. And of course, the Bank of England's move was um, to address um, the symptoms of what's happened and, uh, and not the cause. So, um, you know, those are the backdrops that we have at the moment. But let's have a look at your wise words on some of the companies and what's been going on because there have been some placings. So um, kindly um, shed some light on that, sir. Right, uh, thank you very much for that, uh, David. Very insightful. I mean, I, 
you know, a few things have caught my eye, I must admit, this week. Um, and, and number one is an IPO. Uh, and that was the IPO of Porsche. Um, so good news for uh, those of you lucky to own Porsches if you got the shares because uh, the IPO was listed. It's listed, finally listed today. Um, but the shares were priced at the top end uh, of the announced uh, the night's range in pricing and uh, closed at 82.5 euros. So uh, I've got to say that was very, very encouraging to see. Um, the IPO is expected to raise, so generate about 19.5 billion euros. This is from uh, Icon Data. So quite encouraging in the automotive sector. There's something else in the automotive sector that caught my eye. And I'll talk about this sector because it's a big, it's a great big driver for tech, you know, ultimately for EVs, but all those electronics, the electronic systems that go in cars. And this was an announcement. This was from Toyota um, and this was on Reuters. Um, and they are saying that um, that, that their vehicle production grew at a record pace uh, in August. Now, um, this sector has been absolutely battered through COVID, uh, difficulties in component supply, um, and, and you know, and, and that and that really has hampered production globally on auto. But they're they're seeing they're seeing improvements there, um, and it was interesting to see that the same output increased mainly overseas in August, with domestic production up 5.6 percent uh, year on year, uh, but the overseas production up by 65 percent. But um, but quite you know mildly encouraging from um, from a component supply point of view for the automotive industry. So that was, so that caught my eye and carrying on the theme of automotive um, is surface transforms who are UK listed. The ticket is SCEU, 85 million market cap. And they've announced, um, they've announced a placing now. Surface transform, uh, the design and develop uh, carbon ceramic uh, products uh, and mainly for the brakes market uh, in the UK, Europe and the US. Um, so they offer uh, carbon ceramic brake kits, uh, brake disc assemblies, um, and they have uh, conditionally raised £16 million, pounds, uh, a price of uh, 40p per share, that's 40% discount for to uh, recent historic prices. Um, and they're also doing an open offer as well, I see, to raise £3 million. Um, what's, what caught my eye on this is, you know, not only you know, raising that amount of money, in the, in the current markets, uh, but also they have pretty significant expansion plans for their manufacturing in the UK, um, and they are saying that they you know they've they've won uh, some pretty large uh, OEM contracts, um, and they are looks like they're building out their uh, their factories accordingly. So that's that's good for the UK economy, good for UK jobs, uh, and actually that's very good to see. So that's uh, yeah, I caught that one. I also see another placing, David, and this is from Loopup Group. Uh, they provide um, hybrid communications via the cloud, and they have placed, by the looks of it, they've raised uh, three and a half million pounds. In fact, this is a this is a plan placing that they've announced. So another another placing going ahead there on the markets, and um, I better quickly while we're in here because I've not mentioned. We'll get back onto tech in a minute. Um, sort of transitional energy space. I mean, I, I ought to mention that our client, uh, flow battery client, Infinity Energy Systems, uh, IES is the ticker. Uh, we talked about this one a lot in the past. Uh, it's flow battery tech uh, for grid storage. 
Um, the tickers, yeah, sorry, yes, market cap's 34 million, but they have interim results today. Um, and I thought what was, you know, the share price has, has, has really suffered. And it's been very, very similar for a lot of earlier stage tech involved in in renewables. Um, has been, you know, because it takes a lot of time to develop innovative technologies and, and theirs is, and it takes an awful lot of funding to do that. It does require a, a lot of patience. Um, but they had interims. Um, and what was, you know, I must admit from my perspective covering it as an analyst, is that one of their main projects uh, was Yadlamalka Energy in Australia had been delayed for planning uh, planning reasons, but that is um, that's now going ahead, and that will be a material contributor to their to their revenue. And I know you were looking at this one as well, David, weren't you? What were your thoughts? Yeah, no, and and I really agree with you on that because there's been a little bit of uncertainty, so it's good to see the sites confirmed. Um, and then there were some positives in the sense that I noted in the release that uh, they're that they're highlighting that. Um, you know, shipping costs are coming down, the vanadium price coming down. So that's something that's been working in the opposite direction for them. So it's encouraging, I think, to see that. Yeah, 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 definitely was. So that's uh, Infinity Energy Systems. Um, getting just quickly back onto the, the subject of technology. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I read the news on Apple. Uh, that is that is really interesting. And, don't seem to have sort of more said that the potentially this is from uh, this is Bloomberg I think uh, have, co- have come out with this story um, yeah. and apparently yeah they're, they're Apple supposedly telling suppliers to curtail uh, efforts to increase assembly of the iPhone 14 um, their new phone but we will uh, we will we will see what happens there wait to see how that story uh, evolves going ahead um, on. Uh, getting back to UK tech, yeah, another bid for a UK listed uh, company, um, tech company. This time it's Attract Q, that's A T T R A Q T is the spelling right one. Tick is A T Q T. Shares were 17.5p. I haven't checked them this morning, uh, today. Uh, it's 35 million market cap. Uh, and they provide um, software for uh, e-commerce, they say e-commerce product discovery solutions, search, merchandising, personalization, everything that attracts you to kind of websites and products is they, they're in that space, um, you know, in terms of recommendations for e-commerce products. Anyway, so uh, this company has received a bid from Aegean Bidco Limited. Uh, they're wholly owned by Crown Peak Holdings. Um, and it, uh, just going down the details, uh, the, yeah, the acquisition values entire issued, uh, issued share, uh, planned issued share capital, a track group at 63.2 million pounds. So that's uh, get towards double uh, the market cap that was. So we will watch that, uh, watch that as it evolves. Uh, and just for interest, that 63.2 million pounds, the company had its interim results. The revenue was up. This was a lot, lot earlier than this bid announcement. But the last interim results, um, the revenue was up nine percent, twelve point two million. Adjusted EBITDA, 0.2 million, and loss before tax, two point two. So, uh, loss making company. They're paying sixty three million pounds for it. Therein lies, you know, it's SaaS software. So, there we go. Um, so that that was very interesting to see. Uh, another company, David, that you may know because you and I have been in the market for a very long time, is FW Thorpe, uh, TFW, uh, and they make uh, lighting, very advanced lighting products. Come across them before, David? I haven't actually, but um, fill me in more. 
I shall, I shall enlighten you. No pun intended. Exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, they do. Yeah, FW thought is commercial light. You know, it's professional light. Well, it's a professional lighting products, right? So this is all for. Um, well, it's all for 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 business industrial uh, markets, business markets, um, and um, they have announced an acquisition. Right, so they're acquiring eighty percent of the share capital of Schal uh, LED uh, lighting company in Germany, who provides um, what we describe as intelligent energy saving lighting products. Very very relevant uh, now and going ahead. Uh, for the industrial and logistics sector. So, um, yeah, I can, I can see this one. You know, if you look at the logistics sector, you've got massive, these massive sheds and hub sites use loads of lighting. So, you know, in, intelligent lighting is is lighting that you can smartly control. It's LED based, so it uses less current, less power. So, uh, yeah, big sort of end markets for, for lighting. Uh, and they're paying 14.6 million euros for, for this acquisition. Uh, and the company that they're acquiring um, a turnover of 15.9 million euros and EBITDA of 2.8 million euros. It looks like they've, don't know all the details, but they might have paid quite a reasonable price for that. Something else that investors need to look at with Thorpe, which, which, is, inter which is interesting. This company has been around, I think it was originally established in 1936. So it has got what we call legs and longevity and can survive in... In, in all different market, well, has survived through a, a lot of different market conditions. Their last interims, the revenue was 63.5 million, operating profit 8.8 .8 million, and profit for tax of 8.5 million. Um, looks like they paid out uh, up their interim dividends uh, at the time of these interim results and uh, also paid a special dividend as well. So, FW Thought, not one that we've talked about before, but I think. Uh, worth investors taking a look at definitely with uh, a, you know, definitely with a special dividend and everything that's that's very encouraging yeah there we there we go so just finally to end off on me in terms of um sort of company news that's caught my eye this week uh is a little company called crossword cyber security uh ticket is uh ccs um, and they have announced interims for the period ending 30th of June, uh, and their revenue grew by, and it's small, grew by 85% to 1.5 uh, million, um, and they have been making a number of acquisitions. Uh, they said that they acquired a company called Threat Status Limited uh, during this financial period, um and uh post period in september 2022 completed an oversubscribe 3.6 million fundraise so there we go so today you know we've looked at a number of fundraises happening in the in, in the market uh, acquisition that's occurring in the markets um you know a, a big ipo in the markets so Life in the old dog yet, despite you know, despite the economic news, and and clearly investors are looking ahead. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, as I sort of mentioned right at the beginning, with ETF cyber security was one, so that sort of fits in here with Crossword. And um, one intuitively notes from your interesting observations on Porsche, of course, that you know it's uh, 
it's a sign that uh, you know buyers are comfortable going into luxury brands. So um, you know you you've got to sort of kind of stand out here at the moment to be to be able to to get these things done. But at least it shows you know businesses um, you know are, are successfully doing that. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. And as I say, they are they are looking ahead, and it is at times like these, and when you know valuations are low um and the market's under pressure that you start to look for really start to look for opportunities and you can see that here that uh indeed institutional investors are appear to be doing that so so there good note to end on david it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast um if our listeners have got any questions uh, at all ideas uh, and suggestions for us we'd always be delighted to receive them and we look forward to chatting again next week thank you david thank you